This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Evolved by Erica, the podcast, where we talk about all things spiritual, high vibrational 5D, following your dreams, your goals, taking aligned action, and beyond. I'm so happy you're here. Come on in for another episode. Welcome, guys. I am so excited for today's episode. We are here with a very special guest. Her name is Jen. I know her as Jen Lauren from Instagram, but her name is Jen Davis. And I'm so excited to have her here because I actually, one of the first podcasts that I was ever a guest of was her podcast, Dare Dare to Self-Care, which I'm sure we're going to talk about in this episode. What I love most about Jen is, oh my God, there's so many things, but I love her energy and there's just like this force guiding her for content creation and putting out all of these things that are so aligned to her soul. So she is a master content creator. She's going to share all about that today on the podcast. She does so many things and I look at her and I'm so inspired by how much she puts out and just in the way that she does it as well. It seems so effortless. So I'm so excited to have her here today. We're going to talk all things entrepreneurship, um, starting your own business, and we're going to hear about all the hats that she wears, how Kundalini has been part of her journey and her path, and I'm so grateful that she is a community member of Evolve as well. So we're going to get into all the things, and I just want to welcome Jen to the podcast. Thank you so much. I think that's the best compliment I could get is when someone compliments on your energy. I'm sure you agree. It's like the best compliment in the entire world. So thank you. And I completely agree. And I'm so excited to be here and just chat with you. I'm so excited too. And I'm so excited. So I mean, I think I've shared this before on the podcast, but I always tune in with the Adi Mantra before getting on to any podcast, just so I'm always aligned to my highest self, my ego's removed. And it felt so nice tuning in with you because I know you practice every day and it just felt so like authentic and organic. So thank I, you. That felt so buzzy to me and all we did was tune in, but just doing it one-on-one with you was so special for me. I also love knowing that Everyone who I've ever been on a live like manifesting Monday meditation with is probably listening to this and I just feel like we're very aligned with the community right now. Like I feel the energy. I love it. I love that so much. It is. It's so special. And I'm always looking for ways for community members to connect more because there are such amazing people like yourself in this community and I want everyone to know each other. So I'm so glad and you're so right. Like having this space and being here now can connect you guys even further and all of us even further. So I want you to introduce yourself. I feel like you have like so many titles and wear so many hats, but try your best to capture all that you do in in an introduction. Okay. So that's a loaded question. (laughs) I'm Jen. I guess first I will put, I'm a YouTuber. I'm a podcast host, content creator, my latest venture is TikTok. We're trying that hat on. Um, but I also, I juggle a bunch of part-time jobs as I try to make a living, hopefully, one day off content creation. So I, it's weirdly divine timing because we scheduled this maybe two months ago, like really far out. And I just quit my like final corporate attachment two days ago. Wow, so I'm, so thank so. you. <laughs> I know. So I'm no longer doing PR, but I was for a long time. So now I'm just doing my own stuff. 
I work at Rumble Boxing, just doing the front desk. Um, and then I work for a YouTuber, Shelby Church. I added her videos, help her produce. So that's it, thank God. Now we, we have one hat off, thank God. <laughs> yeah, because you do a lot as well. The YouTube, your podcast, social yes. media feels like a whole full-time job in itself. It completely is, especially when you're so driven by a message and it's not just, I don't know, I don't judge anyone on how they show up on social media, but it's not just like, oh, I want to be known or I want to be famous. Like, I admire you so much because you've cultivated such a community and that's what I want. Like, just cultivating a community of women who are trying to take care of themselves and mainly relating to women who have maybe been how I've been, which is like a people pleaser the caretaker, the one who wants to fix everything in their family, but maybe wasn't given the attention that they deserve and not putting themselves first, just always trying to take care of everyone else first. So really everything I do is with the message of I'm trying to help people find what they can do that makes them feel good and taking care of themselves first so they can show up as their highest self for everyone else. And Kundalini is a huge part of that. I love that so much because to be honest, I, I didn't know like your why um, because I, I didn't start following you in the beginning. I started following you after we connected through our, through the pod, through your podcast. And now it's like full circle. It makes so much sense with like the title of your podcast and knowing that that's like your why based on the person you were to your family or the people in your life. And that's actually a lot of what aligns for me as well. I think that I've taken on this role of like, a motivator teaching people that they could do whatever it is they dream of because of my past and how I wanted to help other people in my life that I love so much to see that within themselves. So I connect to that so deeply. I feel you on that. Yeah, it's like this, as I do more work with Kundalini and just spiritual work in general, I realize I think it, some of it is like the want, the desire to be heard because you've tried to get family members or whomever to hear you for so long or inspire them and that's like too stressful and it's like we've come to a point where we've accepted we're not going to change and we can't we can't hold responsibility for anyone else in our lives but maybe we have like this little desire to inspire just someone out there like to inspire someone else out there whether they relate with me or whether there's someone that can relate to someone in my family that I've wanted to just shake in the past and just inspire them without the the tie that really hurts in the end when they don't you know take one of your recommendations or you can't inspire them there's something really beautiful about cultivating a community that wants to be there and wants to hear your message that feels really aligned I feel like you're speaking to my soul right now. <laughs> like I can't even tell you how much I connect to what you're sharing <laughs> and, and we've both had addiction close to us as well so that's definitely part of it yeah and yeah even beyond that it's just like oh yeah. my gosh like my whole journey is what you just shared in a nutshell yeah. <laughs> and because we all have we could have these similar experiences and how they come out in the world is so different and we have that unique way of sharing and when you bring up the throat chakra that was or the throat in general um i think or voice i don't know what you said but i felt it right in my throat chakra because that is that was a huge, huge path for me. I had to clear so much. When I first started meditating, I would feel, literally, I describe it as like the Hulk having his fist on my throat because there was wow. such an intense blockage in my throat chakra because of exactly what you said. Me trying 
to share and share and share things that could help people that I love so much and I'm seeing them get in their own way. And when I went to training, I, I told my teachers about this. I'm like, my throat chakra is blocked. I feel like a massive ball of energy there. And they're like, are you not expressing yourself? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm true. I'm, I'm expressing myself. They're like, are you not speaking your truth? I'm like, believe me, I'm speaking my truth. And then finally, months later down the road, someone said to me, do you feel heard? And that was like, oh my God, that is it. And from there, my throat, like, woo, a big relief. Crazy. And it, it's exactly what you said in a nutshell. So I, I resonate so deeply to that. Thank you so much for sharing that because I know it could feel like a lot and it could feel heavy. But as you said, we have to start creating that space of like, I can only do so much for other people and I need to... I need to share my light and in order to share my light, I have to protect my light and understand that I can't change people who don't want to change. I could only be here and serve in the highest way for people that want to receive what I'm offering. Exactly. And that's what we're doing by showing up on social media. It's being able to find our people who will hear us, who will walk this journey with us, who does, you know, see something in us, whether it's being inspired or completely relating with us. And to be honest with you, I didn't realize that, that there was this need to be heard until a few weeks ago, maybe. It's like as I continue to keep Kundalini a part of my daily practice, I unravel so much and that I don't even think I would have realized that that's why I first went on YouTube or that that's why this was the content I was creating. It's almost like my why was shown to me. It's like I knew I had a reason for everything I wanted to share, but it didn't get clear until I quieted my mind down and was able to really tune in. It's so true. And I'm so happy and grateful that you're open to the practice and you're so connected to it. Um, that just makes me so excited and makes my purpose even like shine brighter when I know that other people are experiencing yeah. what I know we can get from this practice. Um, but what I wanted to share is that I always say, and again, it's basically what you just said, like some things that we receive from Kundalini is like this 2020 vision or this hindsight of like, oh my goodness, I didn't even realize that that was my why, exactly what you experienced, or oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I was holding on to this type of energy or feeling this type of way until we finally heal it, bring it to the surface, and we finally have like that 2020 vision or that deeper perspective, and things become so much more clear and so much more meaningful and purposeful to us through that process. Which allows you to show up even more with your truth and as your authentic self. And that energy is felt even on social media, even if you just run into someone at a coffee shop, like that energy is so felt, which is why I started talking about all of the things that I talk about online with self-care and trying breath work and trying workout classes for, for people is because I was trying to show up for everyone else in my life. And then I realized during the pandemic, I was not okay and therefore, I couldn't bring a positive energy and inspire people I wanted to inspire in my life. I couldn't bring like a positive, lighthearted air to anyone in my life or help them or inspire them when I wasn't authentically feeling that way myself. And it's, I mean, we've been saying this the whole episode is putting people before yourself. When you do that, you start to lose yourself and then you can't even show up for them in the way that they need you to show up for them anyway. So it all just comes back to 
finding what works for you, tuning in. And as you said, Kundalini brings you that 2020 vision. And it still doesn't make sense to me. All I know is that when I keep going, I understand myself more. And I don't know how it happens, but I just keep going. I know. I have chills because <laughs> I always say like, we don't even understand what we're tapping into with this practice, oh. tapping deeper into spirituality. Like we are ahead of our time and we're ahead of the science. We're ahead of technology right now and what we're really accessing. And if you know, you know, <laughs> like, you know, and you know, yeah. you know what this feels like. And if, if you're not yet practicing, hopefully, you know, if you're listening, you will start to discover that essence of your soul. That's the phrase that keeps coming to me today. It's like we just discover like our truest essence of who we're meant to be. And it's like this love and this warm sunshine day within yourself when you're like tuned. That's what I I feel. I feel like it's so much light and warmth and this golden, beautiful energy that we can, we can tap into. Yeah. I love that. And what it really did for me, honestly, is just tapping into my intuition. I don't think I would be where I am today. I don't think I would have left my nine to five corporate situation before I had really any income from social media, I don't think I would have been able to see the limitless possibilities and opportunities to make money outside of a nine to five while having the creative space and energy to also try to make this work as well. If I hadn't been able to tune into my intuition and tune into whatever is greater than me, I believe my highest self into what I'm truly meant to do and allow me to believe in myself and hear that voice within. Because if I didn't find Kundalini or just really any mindfulness practice, I think I would have been stuck in the limiting beliefs in, you know, you go to college, you get your corporate job, deal with it, Mm -hmm. stay up till 3am, try to make YouTube work, but it's not going to work. I would have just continued in that spiral, but being able to actually hear my intuition and actually believe in something greater than myself you'll make it work. Yeah. Like I, I realized I could, I could have many part-time jobs and make the same income I was at my corporate job with more time, space, energy to get creative. And I don't think I would have come to that conclusion without being able to tune in every morning. It just changes how you look at life, how you look at your decisions. And it's so easy to go and follow in the same path that the masses follow in. And it's, it's easy to do that. It doesn't really feel easy, but it's, it's easy because we don't have to think about it. This is just what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to kind of struggle until I retire. And, and it's accepted. Be happy then. That's when you're most supported and accepted too, is when you just go with the flow. You don't rock the boat. That was always my thing with my family. It's like, I'm, I'm the perfect one. So I'm just not going to rock the boat and I'm going to do everything you're supposed to do. And then when you finally just listen to what you really want and tune into your own intuition and your own internal guidance and your own desires and realize it's not like no one's nothing's going to happen if you follow your own path you think that like your parents are going to fall apart or like all of these terrible things are going to happen <laughs> what'd you say they might yeah, they may for, or two. for sure but they'll be okay yeah. Yeah, totally <laughs> because and it doesn't it's not your responsibility either at the end of the day as long as you're not asking anything of them and you're figuring it out on your own it's not your responsibility and that's something that took years of therapy for me to realize like i can't live my life just to save other people and once i realized no matter what i say no matter what i do it's not up to me what anyone else does with their emotional state or even their physical state so 
once I real recognized that through therapy, along with being able to hear my inner voice, here we are. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Have you ever heard of the four minute mile theory? Yes. It's yes, so yes, yes, yes. wild. So basically like no one was able to run a four minute mile for however long until someone did. And then right after that person did, other people immediately started to be able to do it because it shifted. It really shifted our perspective as a collective of what is possible. And I feel like right now, especially like Gen Z, I think that's what we're going through right now. Like we are the trailblazers of showing like we don't need to do the same thing that society has expected for so long. We're going to make our own path. We're going to find our own way. We're going to show ourselves and others that it's possible. And we're going to see so many more people just taking the risk. And I think COVID really pushed us. It kind of accelerated that for many people. Yes, completely. And it, it reminds me of the idea of expanders that Lacey Phillips always talks about. It's to see is to believe. So as we're seeing other people do it successfully, although some people might think that's damaging, but if you're doing the work and you're approaching it in a really mindful way and understanding your why behind it, and you're seeing that other people, I mean, you're an expander for me completely and seeing that other people can do it from square one, from scratch and just make it happen because they're so in tune with themselves and their why and their mission to see is to believe. And I think we're all just realizing anyone who is, I think there are people who need that structure who aren't as driven in career and just want the corporate job to be able to afford a greater lifestyle. And that's absolutely wonderful too. But anyone who is more of like a manifesting generator in human design, like me, do you know your human design? Yeah, I'm a projector. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I'm a manifestor, manifesting generator. That's always what people think I am, but I'm a projector. That's what I thought you were going to say. You were the same as me. (laughs) That's funny. I need to talk about that. But yeah. It's incredible. And when when you do figure out your human design, I realized that's what allowed me to initially like leave nine to five life is I work best. I'm multi-passionate. I work best with a lot of change and that's what I'm doing. I change my schedule every day. I run my own schedule. I don't do well just like in a desk every day without a purpose. I'm multi-passionate, which completely makes sense because I feel like, as you said, I'm wearing 5,000 different hats, (laughs) but it all still like I'm so passionate. So it comes easy to me to just like do everything that I'm doing. So incredible. And I feel like that's a perfect segue to something I wanted to ask you. I love like the details. So tell us like about your schedule. How do you schedule all the things that you do? How, I mean, I have so many questions. How do you come up with content ideas? How do you create content? Is that part of a schedule? Is it when you're inspired? Like, tell me all the details. (laughs) Okay. So I guess I'll go through my weekly, I'll go through like an ideal week in my life and or day. So what I always think is really helpful is figuring out what works for you. And I think it takes a lot of trial and error, a lot of testing. And when I first started working at Rumble, I thought that the night shift would be great for me. I can do content all day while the sun is out and then go to Rumble from four to 9 PM. And that would be perfect. But I realized I was only, I was waking up at 6.30 AM. So then I was working from like, I was up and at it from 6.30 AM till 9 PM. And then I would come home drained and irritable and it was just not a good schedule for me. So I adjusted and now I just do two morning shifts a week. It puts me in a great mood. I can end my day a little earlier. And so that's what I do from 
6.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Tuesday, Fridays, I'm at Rumble. And then that second half of the day, I'll take, like, any PR calls. I'll do therapy. Like, anything that's, like, kind of just computer work. I usually don't create content during those days. So then Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Monday, I leave pretty open. If I need to film YouTube content, that takes hours. If I need to edit Shelby's videos, the YouTuber I work for, I usually do that on Mondays. Um, And then... Wednesdays and Thursdays, I have podcasts scheduled for my podcast. I'm filming TikToks. I'm editing Shelby's videos. I'm editing my videos. And keep in mind at my PR agency that I'm quitting, that I just quit, they're all full time. I was the only part time employee. So emails are constantly coming in, which is why I needed to quit. It was like, I always, there was always something to do for PR. So that kind of got in the way of my flow. When it came to content creation and everything else I'm doing, to be honest, um, and there was a financial limiting belief there for sure, and I definitely had like an identity tied to having like that last bit of a corporate. I do PR. I'm 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 semi legit in my job in my situation, um, but I realized it was blocking me from allowing my day to flow with content creation and for me to be able to create space for being able to pitch brands or for to film more for myself because to be honest with you a lot of my days are occupied by editing other people's videos doing PR for other brands working at rumble um but what you see a lot of content that comes is I TikTok's been great for me because it's super fun compared to a YouTube video it's so much less time consuming so I find myself like I do my kundalini I drink my coffee in the morning. I watch YouTube or listen to podcasts to get inspired while I drink my coffee. And that's usually when I film TikToks. It just like comes to me. I'll scroll on TikTok, get a little inspired while I drink my coffee. And that's like my time usually. Or I'll go for a walk in the morning and I find a cute street and I just get inspired to like film TikTok. So that's like how that content that seems like I'm turning turning it out so consistently it's because it's when I'm most inspired in the morning and it's like fun for me and it gets me inspired for everything else I have to do and then for YouTube I batch content so if I'm sitting down to film YouTube videos I'm filming like three on a Monday I vlog throughout the week and then that lasts me like a month of YouTube videos um and then podcasts I record every single week I do my intros on Mondays to get them up on Tuesdays I think that covers everything. Yeah, I asked a lot of questions. No, that, that is, I think when you start to work for yourself and you're an entrepreneur, there's like this time of figuring out like your schedule and how you work best. And I, I, I have a similar flow to you, like in the morning and being a projector, I'm actually supposed to work like in the morning for, I think like three hours and that's it, which makes a lot nice. of for me because I could do self care yeah. like the rest of the day. But yeah. It never happens that way. Let's be honest when you're at at least when you're like first starting off. But um, yeah, having that time in the morning, like after meditation, me even like before a workout, just drinking my matcha and like sitting. Yes, I do. I feel like that's like the most inspired time, too. And it's also funny how you were saying like. I wanted to work for myself during the day and do rumble at night like while the sun was out it is like unbelievable how much we have to think about for content creation like the sun needs to be the sky needs to look a certain way the sun needs to be at a certain space in the sky to get the right lighting like so much goes into it and then we have to align that time with like being inspired as well <laughs> yes really which 
has been a huge struggle for me, to be honest. Ever since I moved in with my boyfriend, we have a tiny apartment in a great location in New York City, but it's a dark, tiny space, and it has been something I'm manifesting every single day is like a big, bright, white, windowed space. I will move to a... I don't care the location. I just like, I need that space. And honestly, for content creation, like it's so crazy, but lighting is everything. And like, I haven't done a cooking video or anything that involves like white space or light since I moved eight months ago, but it has been a really fun challenge for me. I feel like it's a test from the universe to really step into the more vulnerable content and be myself and don't care about the aesthetic as much. And also, like, get out there in the city. Use your, like, I'll go and make TikToks just on the street. Like, use the city as my new backdrop. So it's really pushed me to get more creative. Definitely. I love the ones when you're on the city street doing, like, those TikToks. Okay, great. So cute. I love it. Great. And <laughs> I agree. I told Vinny, I'm like, the next house has to have the most ideal lighting throughout all times of the day. I basically need to live in like a glass house with no one else around. <laughs> and then Although I'll, there's yeah. trouble with that too though. Sometimes it's too bright. It's That's a whole... true. That is true. <laughs> I don't think people realize like what really goes into content creation. Yeah. And when I'm sure you feel the same way, like when people reach out and they're like, oh my goodness, I love what you share or I love what you do. I'm like, thank you so much. You don't understand how much this means because there is just like so much that goes into it. No, it makes my entire day. And there's a, I mean, I don't know if you struggle with this at all, but also com not, not as much comparison because I think spirituality really helps with that. But the numbers of it all, it's like we are validated by numbers because that's our only metric of success when it comes to content creation. You offer separate services, which I want to do. I want to start doing now that I'm done with PR, like consultations to really help people like start their channel, start their podcast and whatnot. But really the only measure of success I have is like how many people are being touched by this, how many, and I measure that by followers. And I absolutely hate that. It's something I never thought about. Mm -hmm. And it's all of a sudden like creeping in mm -hmm. a little bit more and more, yeah. which is really hard. It's like a whole nother layer of it. So when someone messages you saying that your content's really resonating with them or helped them or they absolutely love it, it means more then you'll ever know because all we see is just a number. But when you see, no matter the number, if there is a face that I can put and like someone's life that I'm actually touching, it makes my entire year. It's so true. And there are so many times where the ego slips in and whether you're thinking about numbers, the amount of likes, the amount of followers, whatever it is, and taking time to literally say like, that does not define me and go back to your why, it is so powerful to do that. Like taking those moments and be like, I know my worth regardless of what that number says, of how many views this got. And it's powerful because it is easy. Like we see, we see the opportunities that come just, not just from the numbers, but from numbers. And continuously bringing ourselves back to that space of being grounded and having that knowing of why we're here so much greater than any number um it's kind of like school and tests and all of that like we're falling into that same trap so i i yeah. feel you on that completely and it takes it takes a practice to continue to realign yourself completely and i i mean i admire you because i feel like you are the most authentic online so even to hear that you need to 
realign and, and say that to yourself sometimes and reaffirm that is refreshing. I, I think once you, I think there's no way to really even get to the next threshold unless you're showing up authentically and remembering your why as you show up and that's going to attract your people. So that's what I always like to come back to. It's so true. And along the way, it's easy to get lost. And even as you grow, I feel like it's almost easier to get lost. And like, you have to continuously bring yourself back to like, why am I doing this? What is my focus? What is my intention? And I think that's just like such a healthy exercise to do no matter where you're at in, in that process. It's really powerful. And supporting other creators and other women, even if you're not a creator, like your support means you have no idea how much it means to me. And anytime there's another creator who I admire and they're admiring my work, I'm like, okay, this is a sign from the universe that like you are meant to be here. You are worthy of this. And I, I just think it's so important to find signs in everything. Even just a comment can be such a sign for me. Like I'm feeling down about myself on YouTube and then someone writes the most thoughtful comments and I'm like, okay, there is community here. No matter the number, there's still community. It's touching people and that's that's my why. I want to create a community where we can all take care of ourselves and put ourselves first to show up better for other people. And when you see a glimmer of that, you're like, okay, I need to keep going. It's so true. And you said before, like, I'm an expander for you. I feel the same way about you for me because I look at the content you're able to put out. I know how much energy it takes and you do it in such a professional way. You're doing it from the heart. You have like the whole package going on and I'm so excited the future holds for you. I mean that. Thank you. I feel like PR, as much as that was like something you had to let go because your intuition told you to, I feel like there was definitely a purpose for that in your life and you probably have learned so much and that probably will lead to your next chapter and like how you share and teach creators. I would love to learn from you even more because you, you do a lot and you do it very well. Thank you. Yeah. I've. I was saying the other day, I want to get to the point where one day I can like help other creators start their own things. And I realize I have this limiting belief that it's like I need more authority on the matter. I need the numbers. But it's like I've been doing this for three years. I know how to do it. Why Why can't I help other creators? And I just want to make more of an impact in a personal way, like how you do your one-on-ones. I, that's where I get my energy. So working for a big agency it just wasn't serving me anymore and I need to create the space to allow other things to come in. And you're right. I completely agree. There is a purpose for every single thing that falls into your life. And I think I have learned so much there. I'm going to be able to do my own PR one day. I learned, I think it's important just to have at least one professional job to know how to send emails, how to like, there's so much nitty gritty that you learn and how to show up in a professional way. And working behind the scenes of these workout classes that I create content about was it gives me a really interesting perspective so I completely agree I was ready to completely quit my corporate job eight months ago and only work at Rumble and just dive into the deep end and I was offered a part-time role and it was the perfect transitional period for me and I believe that was meant to happen for me to then now get to this point where I'm like okay I was ready to leave and now I ended up with five jobs like let's we got to realign here. It's like I get a little too ambitious and, I, and my intuition's leading me to focus more on me again and get back to, it's like you don't need to be in the state of fear grabbing every job. You, it's the idea of surrendering. I feel like I've been in fear and grap- grasping onto every job I could take 
And it's time to stop living in fear a little bit, which Kundalini has helped me realize. Like, we need to create space. I can't allow a miracle or manifestations to come in when I'm like holding on for dear life. Exactly. And I know you said one day you'll do your own PR. You're already doing your own PR. You're, I know. <laughs> you're working with brands. I see you posting Daily Harvest. We're both obsessed with the scoops. They're delicious. Oh my God. Delicious. <laughs> like you're, you're already doing all that. And I, I, I'm so excited for you to help others because there are so many people stepping into this space right now who want help, who need the direction. There's really no one out there, or at least I haven't come across anyone that's like really putting themselves out there to authentically and genuinely help other people like directly in the way that you want to. And it would have been so helpful for me because I always, I always share, like, I'm just figuring this all out. Like that's what it is. We're just all figuring it out, you know? Completely. And I invested, yeah. I invested in other mentors too, like for my podcast, for my YouTube channel. I'm big on investing in the guidance and in the help and in people where they're at the point where you want to be. So I've invested so much in that. So I, I really do know a lot more than I give myself credit for. And you're the second person this week to tell me that. So I'm like, this is a sign. We got to tap, tap into that a little bit more. It, it's just, it's so beautiful how you offer such not only a community, but a service to allow people to not only see their limiting beliefs, but work through them. And that's what you've done for me. So thank you. Of course, of course. And I feel like with the practice, it, it does help us. Like it's kind of like that support of getting clear and having someone like you as a mentor, I know will be so valuable to so many, so many people. So that's a very exciting new beginning we're launching right here. Yeah. (laughs) I created a Calendly link. I have a Calendly link. It's all ready. Yeah. I'm starting. I just, I'm, I'm trying to put more energy into myself and believe in myself more instead of living in fear, which is funny because it's like sometimes you don't realize you're doing it. Like Mm. I was like, but I went to quit the job and I'm doing Kundalini and I'm doing all these things. And then you have to realize like, okay, my manifestations aren't coming through. So what am I, how am I blocking it? And I realized, Jen, you have 17,000 jobs when you were supposed to quit and just focus on yourself. Like how can you expect any of your manifestations to come through when you're in fear and you can be in fear without even realizing it. So it's just, this whole world is so fascinating. It's like you never stop learning more about yourself. It is so true. We're constantly peeling back the layers and uncovering so much. It's so true. What would you say is the best thing about working for yourself and being an entrepreneur? Creating my own schedule. I honestly have fun with it. Like I I was known in my friend group, once like the year mark hit at a corporate job, I was ready for the next one. Like I just crave change. Mm -hmm. So I love that every day is different. Like I get giddy tonight when I get to like plan out my calendar for tomorrow. Like it's just a weird, I'm not even that organized in my home, but it's like a weird thing that I love to do is like see how my day is going to play out tomorrow. Oh, I'm podcasting tomorrow. Like it's just it's fun for me. I like change. I crave change. And it's fun to be able to be in flow. So as we were saying, like getting inspired in the morning when we're drinking our coffee, making TikToks, I don't have to, you know, send my boss a schedule or like hop on a morning call. It's like, no, I'm feeling inspired right now. So I get to serve a community and do it right now because I'm in flow right now. So it's like creating that schedule for myself and 
having the space to actually create a community. It's yeah. just you, instead of stepping into a corporate setting where they kind of create the culture for you, it's like, I get to create my own culture on my own platforms and show up how I want and and create a schedule how I want it, what works for me. As I said, I changed my hours for Rumble because it wasn't serving me. And it's just cool to be able to change that depending, like to check in with yourself and figure out a schedule that's most not only aligned with you, but like fun for you too. It's so true. And one of the other things, this is so funny, that I was so excited for was to be able to eat whenever I wanted. Like I have lunch when I'm actually hungry, not when someone else so is true. That was so true. About. Because everything affects like your overall health and your digestion. So that's something I was really excited for as well as all the things that you just mentioned. I love that so much. Also having time to cook your own lunch. Like right. that wasn't a thing before. Yeah, it's so true. Oh my goodness. And what would you say is one of the hardest things? Hmm. I mean, I think for me as someone who juggles many different jobs, it's it's squeezing too much in for me. And I think this is like a very personal thing to my situation that clearly I'm trying to work through. It's I feel like I'm drowning sometimes because the to do, which this is actually for everyone that works for themselves. There's always something you could be doing. Oh, the yeah. to do list is never ending. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard. It's hard to sometimes tap into the fact that you can create your own schedule. It's hard to be like, I didn't work out this morning, but like, I could just go take a 12 o'clock Pilates class, but it feels wrong. So it's almost like it's hard to get past the guilt and it's hard not to feel like you're drowning in a to-do list and there's always something you could be doing. But I think that's where all the mindfulness and spirituality practices come in and your morning routine. It helps you realign with that and make sure you are taking care of yourself and stepping into that. Um, but yeah, I think it's all about adjusting. Like, I keep using that rumble example and now I'm quitting my PR. It's like I I kind of have mental check-ins with myself every once in a while to see if this schedule is serving me, if this job is serving me. Maybe I need to outsource editing and hire someone for that. Maybe it's worth the financial investment to free up more time. It's like all these little decisions that you have to make in order to make sure that you are living in a kind of a balanced life and stepping into the perks of your own schedule, which is that you can take breaks. You don't have to be drowning in your to-do list. So it's like hard to juggle wanting to do a million things, but then also stepping into the, into the perks of working for yourself without shame. I feel you so deeply on this. And I remember in the beginning when I first started working for myself this year, I would be like measuring up like, okay, like what time is it? Like I would be out of work now. And like just referencing like the work day and the structure that's been so imprinted within my like DNA and my soul and my ancestor souls and so on and so on. And going back to like why I'm doing, I'm doing this so I can take care of myself, so I can create the space for myself, so I can take a breather. It's so true. But that guilt can creep in and like, okay, I know where I want to be and I know what I got to do to get there. So I better get back on it. But it is, it's like a beautiful dance. And I think that's where um, human design can help come in so that you know, like, how much are you supposed to work in a day that's best for you without burning yourself out? And yeah, because when I heard that about projectors, I was like, whoo, okay, I could be a little bit easier on myself. I'm not meant yeah. to work like a full 12 hour day. Just yeah, when you know. think about it, we're all different. Like, yeah. why should yeah. we all go by the same exact work schedule and exert the same exact amount of energy? It doesn't make sense. It makes sense why 
the world and society would do that just to give some structure, but we're given this opportunity to create that for ourselves. And I think I fall into hustle culture a little too much. So I'm trying to be a, a little more, I guess, like you in a way to just like, I know we both fall into it, but it, it's true. It's the beautiful dance. It's like, let's step into the part where we get to take a break and we get to take a breather at 12 and maybe work at 8 p.m. or yeah. 8 a.m. when we're inspired. It's like, it's okay. Or it's okay. Like a Saturday or a Sunday. Like sometimes I'm like posting about working on a Saturday and it's interesting. I never really had these kind of thoughts before, but recently they've been slipping in a little bit of like, what will other people think? How will they yes. perceive them? Not in a way that I'm scared to be judged, but in a way, like an empathic way. Like, how am I going to make someone else feel by posting this? So like, if I post like working on a Saturday, I'm like, oh God, oh, are people going to think that like you have to work on a Saturday to do well and be successful? Like they don't know that I took Thursday to like nap in the middle of the day, right? you know? So they're yeah. like, it, but it's true. Like you show up when you're inspired and you rest when you need to. And like the day of the week doesn't really matter as much. Yeah. Um, do you know what your astrology signs are? Yes. I'm a Virgo. That's like my, the sun. That's yeah. like, and then I, there's one Capricorn and one Virgo. Okay. I, I, have, I, could, I, have I knew you had Capricorn in your chart. <laughs> really? I knew, it. I knew it. And Virgo makes perfect sense too because everything I know. is like so beautiful, detail-oriented. That's the I'm on the cusp. Gorgeous. I'm the last day of Virgo. So I'm, oh, so you're I'm on the cusp. Libra too. Yeah, but I think I resonate more with Virgo, but I'm not so sure because I don't know as much about Libra. Well, I could see Libra elements in you too, just like very um, – peacemaker like what you were saying from like even yeah. childhood wanting to like help other people and make everything peaceful and balanced and have that harmony um so you definitely do i could see you being cuspy for sure and the capricorn is like the work ethic that you have being able to okay. produce so much um and create so much and just work really hard and get brought into like the hustle a little bit that's like total that's Capricorn energy but yes if it feels good it's good for you like you know which is to, I resonate with you and like I'm like I don't want to be promoting hustle culture but I can't help but hustle like it's just it's are, in yeah. my bones yeah yeah it's in your and I'm trying to promote self-care but then I'm also hustling but I I still have my morning routine like I make sure I'm getting my seven to eight hours of sleep. Like I'm, I'm juggling both and I don't like to set an unrealistic standard, but I am a manifesting generator. I do have work ethic in all of my astrology signs. So it, you're right. It makes sense. And I completely agree with you in like the empathic way of fearing of putting something out there and how it's going to affect someone else. Totally. And this is such an important thing to talk about because it's all about how we process whatever it is we're experiencing. So for you to do all you do, like I look at you and I admire you because I couldn't do as much as you're doing, how Thank much you. you're producing, how much you're creating. And I look at you like, oh my gosh, how does this girl do it? Like I really, when I reach out to you and I'm like, Jen, you're doing amazing. <laughs> this is incredible because I'm like, wow. But for you, that, that might even align you more that might drive you more that might motivate you more where someone else might get burnt out from having to create so much i know myself with social media there are days i wake up and i'm like i cannot post today i can't come up with a reel i can't come up with a post i need a minute and sometimes i go through like three days of like 
no, don't even look at me, Instagram. Don't As you should. Me. But everything. As you should. And I yeah. feel like when we start, I feel like right now in our society, like we're talking about so much and we're giving names and labels to so much. And we try to make sure we're not leaning into the hustle culture. We're making sure that we're not doing this, but really it comes down to what feels good, what feels in alignment. And as long as you're staying true to that, it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. Completely. And it's just funny because I do get burnt out, but it's more on like the editing side of things or like I let my emails, you know, pile on up because I just can't be bothered. But (laughs) it makes sense because as I grew up, I was always the performer. I was in the plays. I wanted to be an actress. Like I've always been gravitated towards the camera. So for you, you're like, how are you creating all this? It's because the part where I show up on camera or do feel like the inspiration comes for me and like the performative being vulnerable online and like speaking and being myself. And like, I could be a public speaker in another life. Like I could just talk, talk, talk and be on camera. So that's why there's so much content is because that part feels good to me. The editing and all of this other stuff doesn't, but showing up on camera as myself and inspiring other people has always felt good to me my entire life. Yeah, that's amazing. And where other people, it's like, like, like you, you're like, I'm just trying to teach people Kundalini, but it's like, you have to get on social media now. So some people struggle with that aspect of it where it's like, this is something I've loved my entire life. There just wasn't really a name for it back then. <laughs> and you feel that, you hear that, your voice was made for it, your your whole energy is like, very in alignment with who you are and you just feel Thank it as you. soon as you listen and as soon as you tune into all that you're sharing. So, Thank you, yeah. I, I never, it wasn't like acting for me. I just wanted to be on camera and once I finally had a message behind it and like a why and this passion for self-care and workout classes, it all just clicked. Yeah. That's amazing. I want to ask you two last questions. So the first question um, is, what's your favorite Kundalini meditation? Do you have a morning call? Morning call. You, you, I'm pretty sure that's when I first quit my job and then they offered me part-time, but I was ready to quit my job eight months ago when we did the 40 days of morning call. That was the first time I ever did one for 40 days. I ever really connected with one. And the other day, as I was like scrolling through your app, finding a manifestation one, I found one that was manifestation. And then it said like plus long ekonkar. It didn't say morning call, but it was like spelt yeah, out like that. I forgot I even had that up there. I, I meant to message you because I, I randomly was guided to it. Yeah. It was amazing. Okay, and I was like, wow, I remember like for some reason, morning call just always comes into my head because that's the one where I felt a true shift where I was like, I feel so focused. I feel so clear. I feel tapped in and I have no idea why, but there's something about morning call that when I make time and space to do it, it just totally shifts my energy. Yeah. We're aligning the chakras, charging up the solar centers. And you, I've had people say that throughout the day, they literally feel like a bubble of protection around them. Like you're, I say like you're unfuckable. Fuck with them all. Yeah. No one can yeah. with you. Not unfuckable, yeah. but unfuck with That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how that, that, it's just big energy. It is. I it's love it. Powerful energy. And the last thing I want to ask, since you are like the queen of self-care and you're so guided to share about self-care, what are your go-to ways to 
either align your energy to recharge yourself. I'm sure you have so many. So like maybe like your go-to morning self-care and then like your go-to when you feel depleted. Do you get that a lot? Like I get very yeah. depleted easily. I need to like recharge. Yeah. So what are your go-tos for those two? Okay. Well, I feel like the obvious is Kundalini every morning. So maybe I'll do one more for the morning. I love the five minute journal every morning. I do it right after I tune in with Kundalini because first of all, I'm, I'm big on efficiency. So you'll notice with like anything I talk about with self-care, clearly I'm big on productivity and I like to feel like that's why I'm drawn to Kundalini. I feel like I'm manifesting, doing breath work, tuning in like all of it in one. So I love like getting it all in. And with the five minute journal in the morning, I'm doing gratitude, three things that I'm grateful for. Then it's three things I want to get done today, which is like really tuning in, seeing what would make me feel good for the day. And then it's I am, which is an affirmation. And recently I've been doing I am worthy of and then like whatever manifestation I'm pulling in. Because like I said, I feel like I've been based in fear and I need to feel more worthy of my manifestations. So that takes me like maybe two minutes as I sip my coffee. And then... When I'm feeling really depleted, I go for a long walk and listen to a podcast and it's either going to be one that's really inspiring career-wise, like a one like one about social media or it's going to be one like yours where it's really spiritual or it's going to be I need to completely unplug, stop thinking about work, stop trying to get inspired and just laugh and listen to like scrubbing in with Becca and Tanya or something just like funny, the lady gang And I just walk and I put my phone in my pocket. I'm listening to the podcast, but I'm looking out. I'm not on my phone. I'm not texting. And I just walk and walk and walk. And like, that's my go-to when I'm feeling completely depleted, burnt out. Like I can't get to anything on my to-do list because I'm just drained or whatever it might be. I I just need to walk and listen to something that gets me out of my head. I love that. Yeah, I resonate so deep. We're like sister souls. I know. Um, walking is like my go-to for recharging too, being at the beach and podcasts as well. I, however, after listening to you, I don't think I take enough time for like the laughter. A lot of the things I consume are like, you know, self-development. And it's so important to tune into that like nothingness. Just in I know. And that feminine energy. Like recently I read a fiction book just for fun. And it was so I just started one for the same reason. It's like we don't always, as entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirits, it's like you want to constantly be learning or inspired or take something from someone. And I'm with you. I'm always listening to like the skinny confidential, whether I'm learning something wellness related or business related. But it sometimes you just need to laugh. It's so true. And like and just be it be and just be and entertained and you'll take more from it than you think as a podcaster. It's like these funnier podcasts, you really learn how to just let loose on the mic. And I'm not actively thinking about that, but it might help you just like gravitate a little more to those. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. I didn't even know they existed. <laughs> I'll send you. Far off I am. <laughs> I'll send you them. Like the morning toast is really funny. They go through the pop culture news of the day and they just make me laugh. Like there's just just some more fun things that you can listen to when you need to like do you ever just feel like enough with the work enough with the social media yes of course yeah such a good thing to lean into and are there any like last words that you want to share for maybe someone that is pursuing a career on their own becoming an entrepreneur someone who's young like yourself who 
just needs a little bit of inspiration. Yes, I think the two biggest things, number one is as we've been saying, I know it's annoying, but like mindfulness and spiritual practices, if you don't have that, you can't get to where you want to be. If you're not aligned with what you're doing, with your mission, with your message, with how you want to show up, with your why, you're not going to keep going. And that brings me to number two, which is someone could be, and there will always be someone that's more talented than you, skilled than you, louder than you, more zen than you, whatever it might be. But if you keep going and they give up, you will be more successful than them. So you'll, I always remind myself like, no matter what, I will be more successful than anyone who gave up because they were either too scared or weren't aligned with their why. So if I can keep aligned with, with my why, with my message, with the desire to build this community and the reason behind it, I will show up with my best energy and keep going. And if I keep going, I'll get the success that I want and my manifestations will come through. So I think it's so important to stay mindful, use your spiritual practices, self-care, 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 and all of that's going to help you to keep going. Yeah. I actually have one more question. I could literally talk to you all day, but this is- I know. So- (laughs) Something that like never got in my way was caring about what other people think because I just never gave a crap and I had this like mission to share and help people. And then like along the journey, you know, like some of the ego slips in and makes you question it. But for the most part, like I was just able to take action and I see that in you as well. Were you always like that? Do you have tips for someone that like is worried about how they come off or like is scared to put themselves out there? Yes. So, I mean, again, I can just always go back to the mindful practices because you get so confident in yourself. But a few things here. One, I was not always like that. I think there's something about leaving college and anywhere where you have peers around you that allows you. It's like you don't have to see anyone making fun of you. You don't have to confront anyone. There's something about that 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 helped me just be like, you know what? I want to do this now. Like there's no one in my way. And I also found it fun to be like, you know what? Any friend who makes fun of me or makes me feel unsupported, I get to see their true colors. And like, it's kind of fun to see like who really leans into it and supports me and who's weirded out and doesn't want to be my friend. Like, it's kind of a fun challenge. So a little perspective shift. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think it's Ed Milet who says, you will build confidence the more you keep promises to yourself. So it's just about just doing it. And it's like when you finally do it, when I finally launched my first YouTube video that I was really proud of and I got all the support from my friends, I just was so confident in myself because I'm like, I did that. Yeah. And then I kept going. And then as you keep going, you will build confidence because you're like, I told myself I wanted to do this consistently and I did. And you just get so much confidence for it. And there's you have to surround yourself with a community of people who get it too. So it is so easy now to find that online. If you don't have any friends who are doing social media or putting themselves out there, find a Facebook group, find a podcast community, DM me. I'm a part of a bunch of like little Slack and Facebook groups that really help. And you just get to make friends who get it and then it doesn't feel as, for lack of a better term, weird anymore because you're surrounded by people who find it normal and cool. So it's like surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah, so true. And I always think too, if they're making fun of you, it's probably because you're doing something that they didn't have the courage to do. Because 100% themselves and truly loves themselves. They're not spending time making fun of 
someone else or talking about someone else. So, Which is why you shouldn't also. I was like big on supporting other people because I was like, I can't expect anyone to support me and show up for me, even like people I haven't spoken to in 10 years. If I'm not, when, when someone puts themselves out there and is like singing on their, on their story or whatever it is, I make an effort to be like, this is so cool, good for you, because I know how much that meant for me. So it's like, what goes around comes around. Start supporting other people and finding what they're doing cool. And eventually you'll be like, damn, I could do that too. So true. I have to have you back because we could literally talk for hours. I'm I have so to have you back. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so grateful that you were able to come on today and share. Just like I had questions planned, but like we just got right into it. Like our I know. were just ready. So thank you for being such an unbelievable guest. I appreciate it. Tell everyone where they can find you on YouTube, Instagram, anywhere else. Well, thank you so much. I could talk to you forever. So my YouTube channel is Jen Lauren. Oh, hold on. My YouTube channel is Jen Lauren. My podcast is Dare to Self Care. You can find all of my links on Instagram to my TikTok, my YouTube, all of the things. It's Jen underscore Lauren with two N's on Instagram. Like I mentioned, I'm starting to do those consultations. So that Calendly link will also be on my Instagram. Yeah, really everything's Jen Lauren or Dare to Self Care. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope whoever is guided through this conversation and inspired you reach out to Jen because she has so much to offer. And thank we'll, you. Thank you. We'll end and seal off this conversation, this divine conversation with the longtime sun. Sending this out to each of you that is listening. May the longtime sun shine upon you. May all love surround you. And may the pure light within you guide your way on. Thank you so much for being here and thank you to Jen for leading a beautiful conversation. Thank you. Thank you.